0: Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Guess where I am today? I'm in Costa Rica with a very special guest by the name of Danilo Coto Cruz. Danilo, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear? And are you ready to release the clutch?
1: Yes, I'm ready. Thank you, Mark. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. You know, one thing is kind of fun. The day we're recording this, I didn't know this, but it's a special day for you folks there. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about NXR. Am I saying that
1: right? Yeah, yeah. it's like, a, yeah, we, are, we, we have seven different, uh, like a state, we said provinces. 200 years ago, this uh, small province attached to Costa Rica or annexed, we said annexion, annexion. And this this is a special province because this province has a lot of culture, a lot of food, a lot of good beaches and the atmosphere and the people is fantastic. And they represent a lot of our um, heritage, the people from the country. And it's fantastic that we are celebrating now in this month, uh, this annexion uh, of the, this province. Guanacaste is the name of the province to the country of Costa Rica, yes.
0: Beautiful, part of the world. Well, before I give you a proper introduction, Danilo, share one little thing that maybe people don't know about you.
1: Okay, I am 51 years old and I have two different college uh, degrees. I am an engineer agriculture and I also I am a construction engineer. That maybe the people don't know about me.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, because what we're going to talk about today is a very interesting business that you do. And we'll explain that in a moment, but very interesting. So construction engineer and agriculture, there's a lot of things grown in your part of the yeah. world that's that yeah. are tr- transported yeah. around the world, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Costa Rica is very important for agriculture. We, we export coffee since uh, almost 250 years ago. And our coffee is one of the most important coffees in the world. So agriculture is very, very important here in Costa Rica. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, we'll do a shout out. Nice little segue for us, Danilo, to a mutual friend who introduced me to you, Eduardo Santellas. Eduardo, of course, is uh, Dusseldorf cafe and it yeah. was nice enough to send me some of that In fact i'm sipping on a cup of it right now it's absolutely delicious and for you listeners uh eduardo put a special deal out there where you can get a 15 percent discount so if you go to dieseldorf cafe that's d-i-e-s-e-l-d-o-r-f-f and then k-a-f-f-e-e dot com and use the code mark cars yeah on their website you'll get 15 percent off their delicious coffee. What a deal. Have a cup today. I'll make sure I put a note about that. You can follow me on social media uh, and uh, try some of the delicious coffee from your part of the world because it is awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, Eduardo is a very close friend of mine. He's a very sp- special guy, absolutely, and his wife is amazing, yeah.
0: Yeah, fun things. Well, let's get started on your world. Danilo Cruz is the founder of Pacto, where he makes vintage-style racing helmets, gloves, visors, and shoes. His handcrafted goods are born from a time past, made through a carefully crafted and elaborated process creating a true sentiment of a golden era for automotive fanatics all over the world. Danilo is a construction engineer, as he mentioned, also involved in agriculture, but he started Pacto because of his passion – for vintage sports racing he's been collecting and restoring vintage motorcycles since 1998 ah there's a little tie to our mutual friend eduardo he loves motorcycles too he builds marks including norton bsa triumph zundep lambretta and the german nsu very fascinating we'll learn more about danilo and pacto but first a word from our valued sponsors so give them a little listen and we'll be right back I love Covercraft's new five-layer all-climate cover. It was developed and engineered for Craft 2. Every one of my vehicles is protected by a Covercraft cover. And I have a deal for you. Use the code YEAH21 at Covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Just type in the word YEAH21 Y-E-A-H at checkout. YEAH21 at Covercraft.com. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was tired of my rates for my collector car insurance going up every year for no explainable reason. My carrier seemed to be turning into a media company versus an insurance company, and I realized that a portion of my policy premium was paying for all those so-called free media goodies. So I did my homework, I talked to knowledgeable collectors, shopped around, and discovered American Collectors Insurance. So Danilo, we are back. So I would love to learn more about how Pacto started because here's a guy who's a obviously very smart man, engineer, working in that world. But you have a passion for cars. And maybe before we get into how Pacto started, I'd like to learn a little bit more about this passion you have for cars and for old motorcycles. Where did this all come from?
1: Yeah, when I was about 18 years old, in my neighborhood, there, there was a guy with an absolutely disaster car, 455. It was a sedan, four doors, but these people welded the rear doors and cut the roof. But the car was destroyed. But my, my brother told me, would you like to buy this car? Maybe we can rebuild it and- and have fun with the car and i said yes of course and my and also my father involved in this project so we bought this 55 four fair lane four doors but was with the welded rear doors and cut the roof the people before the, the owner that owns the, this car cut the roof so we rebuilt this car and i enjoyed this car a lot for 25 years it was amazing moments at the beach at my wedding Uh, many TV commercials I did with this car, friends, party, (laughs) whatever you you can name it. It was very fun. But this car involved me in the vintage world. And maybe two years after I bought the car or restored the car, I saw a vintage bike. It was a very, very uncommon uh, bike. It was an NSU. It's not a very... Famous or like a common, like not, not a common bike, but it was a very unique bike. So I bought this first bike and I restored it. And so this was the the main connection with vintage motorbikes. And I bought one another. And here comes my connection with the helmets. When I bought the second bike, it was a Sundap Boxer bike. I bought this bike from the the owner the first owner and when i bought the bike the, this guy had a a helmet a vintage helmet holding in his wall at the garage and i said to him can can i also buy the helmet from you and he said no i'm sorry i will keep the helmet because it's a, it's a great memories for me to keep to keep this this helmet and i can sell the bike but i cannot sell the the helmet so 4 months after I uh, returned to this guy and and I said, "Okay, I have money here. I I have cash for you, and I would love to buy your helmet." <laughs> and I had, and, and he said, "No, I'm sorry. If you if you pay me four times that you pay for the bike, I will say no. Please don't
0: don't ask me.
1: <laughs> don't ask me again." So I I understood, of course, that he doesn't want to to sell the helmet. Yeah. And maybe one or two or three years after, I was. I had an invitation from the NSU club in Germany. I was very excited because it was my first trip to Europe. Wow! So I had a, a rally only with NSU Consul. NSU Consul is the the model from from one cylinder, single cylinder, and 500 cc's. and And we had a trip, very nice trip, with more than 100 NSU Consul 500 in Germany. So when I when I finished the rally, I asked one of the guys, one of my friends there in Germany that I would like I would love to buy one of the vintage German helmets. And the guy said, yes, I I will take you to an antique store. And and I bought this my first helmet. And and I was very, very happy because I, yeah, I I brought to my home and and I admired this helmet very much. And I took to my office, my engineer office and, and put in front of my desk and see this helmet all the time. So this was my first connection with vintage helmets.
0: Wow. You know, the NSU motorcycle, or as it was known, Motorenwerk, and my German is terrible, that's an interesting company because it was founded back in 1873 and then it was acquired by Volkswagen Group, yeah. all the way as late as the name in 69. But it really kind of went defunct then. But of course, also, I believe they merged with Auto Union, became Audi, I mean, there's some interesting ties to that motorcycle that I didn't know about until I was doing a little research when we first connected. And I went, I didn't know this about that. But let's go back to Pacto because I used to have a couple of those helmets. I had some vintage motorcycles in the past that I used to park in my office and just as kind of they were beautifully restored. I didn't ride them because I was riding newer bikes. I had an Envy Agusta F four and a Ducati wow. Ducati Monster. Amazing. But these old, beautiful bikes, they're like works of art. And yeah. According to our, our mutual friend Eduardo, you ride your bikes, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, every day I love riding bikes. Good for you. Yeah, I I don't have m- much space here in my home, but I I have others in other in other places in other garages, but I I love to to ride uh, for example uh, a very light scooter like a Lambretta 150. Oh yes. It's a, a beautiful scooter from 1957 and also um, a big 7 750 Norton that oh, I love to to ride. Yeah, they're amazing bikes, very strong bikes, very Reliable bikes, and it's it's a very passion to try to fix if some something's wrong for cables and you know to oil parts and and everything. It's it's a it's a beautiful world. I love
0: it. Is there a pretty strong following of people in Puerto Rico that have vintage bikes that you guys get together and do dry rides and tours and rallies or just get together?s
1: Yeah, we we used to do this in the past, not not me, not much as 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 old days, but. We try to to have meetings here in Costa Rica. I am a president of the Vintage Motorcycle Club here in Costa Rica. Ah. So I I try to have meetings of bikes and and everything. Yeah.
0: I love it. I love it. So let's get into Pacto. You you finally got the helmet you wanted when you you you'd go all the way to Germany for that one. Yeah. And you brought it home and I, I would guess you sat there and you looked at that and you looked at it. Is that what spurred the dream for Pacto?
1: Yeah, uh, this this first helmet was my inspiration. I think the helmet shows you a lot of uh, action, a lot of danger, a lot of uh, I don't know, adrenaline. It's a it's an item that you can feel many things. So, I start collecting helmets uh, since I bought my first helmet in Germany. Maybe the second helmet was a Cromwell, that it was a very famous in, in the U.S. in the 50s, that you can race bikes and you can race cars with these British helmets. But after this, I met some important people in London who used to sell helmets, vintage helmets. So I learned that the most important helmets were in the 50s. I mean in the 50s, in the 60s. The most important in, in Europe was the English or the British helmets because the German, when they raised the... The F1 events or the GP events, uh, they race with British helmets. And the Italian, for example, Agostini, they, in Italy, they had a big industry of, of helmets, AGV and many others. Agostini raced with British helmets. And all the guys in the world, the US guys raced with British helmets in the 50s. So, I start collecting British helmets because I learned from this guy that the British industry was the most important uh, helmet in the 50s and 60s for professional events, rallies, GP, and F1. Yeah.
0: Nice. Beautiful. So, when you decided to start to make these, and I look at your website, which is beautiful, by the way. And you. the, the you. products that you make are absolutely stunning. Thank you. These are primarily used by people that do current vintage rallying and touring and things like that because they have that old world feel.
1: Yeah. It, when I begin Pacto, uh, the people don't want to buy a lot because the registration, uh, the standards of the helmet. My helmet is not with the standards because my helmet is... Is, is made or is produced exactly as a remake of the 50s helmet with cork inside the same fiberglass the same buckle the same leather exactly the same mm. but now all the events in the world the people trying to dress a cure the the, the golden era for right, example right right and they want to to ride bike or cars with a special jacket with a special shoes with a special goggles not not with a very cheap goggles like a maybe 25 years old that you can put any goggles that you have here in your in your home the the people looking for special items this this fashion or this movement or this wave came from asia the first people in maybe i don't know 15 or 20 years ago the asian people trying to dress correctly with the car and with the bike and the moves goes to to europe and now america is is more common that you can see for example in the in the California Mille, for example, or or events like uh, Pebble Beach, you can see people wearing special items, vintage items that you cannot see in other years before, you
0: know? Yeah, it's beautiful. You're bringing back that history and the fun yeah. and the enjoyment. And you also get involved with bags and gloves yeah. and shoes yeah. Yeah. and trousers and all this. So talk yeah. a little bit about rounding out your offering to, to those of us who love old vintage cars.
1: Yes, I, I start with, with helmets. Uh, I start with the helmets from the 60s and then I, I came uh, earlier with the 50s racing helmets and then uh, people start to ask you, why you don't make this and why you don't make that? <laughs> yeah. So I start making shoes. Uh, not the regular shoes that you can buy in, in the market, I special in the handmade shoes. I, I study a lot of the, of the racing shoes history. It's, it's not very easy to understand or to, to study the history of the racing shoe, for example. So I focus on this history. Of, for example, shoes. I'm talking about shoes. The first shoes is, from the, of course, from the athletic, any sports. Uh, so the people use the same shoe for any sports. But the people in England uh, make some changes to drive cars. And after two racing cars with this first design in in England in the 30s, in the late 30s. So I study everything, all the details. And and I can also customize these shoes for the customers. Wow. And the customers love this because I want um, the flag of my team. I want the flag of my country. I want my uh, capital initials in part of my shoes so I can make it. It's very easy for me to make one pair. For these special people, of course, the price is not very, not very cheap, but it's not very high also, but it's affordable. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, absolutely. And they're beautiful and stunning Thank and you. bring back that era. And then, of course, driving gloves, which are one of those yeah. things that were very popular back in the day because the old cars typically were not ventilated very well. You got a little hot and sweaty and you need to be able to yeah. grip, grip them. Your beautiful string back Gloves yes, it, are are beautiful.
1: Yeah, thank you very much.
0: You're, well. You're welcome. And, and the prices are extremely reasonable. When I look on your website, uh, thank I'm you. You're, yeah, you're welcome. You're doing some cool things, and you've uh, evolved also into uh, trousers. I guess we should say kind of pants that kind of go with that era. And I mean, you kind of got yeah. the whole package.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now I, I have to make the goggles, but it's very very hard to make. I've been working with this project with goggles for more than five years. But it's not finished yet. Yeah, it's very, very hard to make. Only the Italians can make a good goggles in the world in history.
0: <laughs> well, I have a feeling we're going to see some great ones coming out of your shop as well. And then the helmets themselves—can uh, people order bespoke helmets that are designed yeah. just for them? Okay.
1: Yes, most of my my orders are customized. Maybe the ninety percent of the products that I made are customized. Because the people love to see the process and to make the helmet with me. I also said to the customers that I cannot make your helmet only myself. Is I love to make the project together with the customer. So the customer loves to see when I put, for example, the rubber trim, or I put the logos or the names or the frags, or even the the blood types. Like many people. Oh order. yes, yes. Yes, many people order the blood types in the helmet, and and they love to to make the project with me because I love to make the project with the customers. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's really wonderful what you're doing. We're going to come back, and I've got some more questions for you, but first we're going to take a break from our sponsors, so keep that in mind, and we'll be right back. Wonderful story. Okay. Auto Geeks Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant. It's a spray-on, wipe-off sealant that's quick, safe, and easy to clean and protect your vehicles. I love using it on all my cars. AutoGeek's Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant is a spray-on, wipe-away sealant that uses SiO2 ingredients to provide a slick, brilliant, and long-lasting shine. Silicon dioxide is known to be one of the most effective ingredients in car care products. And Blackfire Spray Sealant takes advantage of of every stunning feature it has to offer. This sealant will protect your paint from road film, dirt, and other common contaminants while providing an impeccable, long-lasting, hydrophobic surface that forces water to sheet and bead on your paint for months. Go to AutoGeek.net to get yours and for the best product selections on the internet today, along with their skilled technical support. AutoGeek.net is where I go for all my detailing needs. That's AutoGeek.net. Check them out today. Cars yeah, has teamed up with TechForce Foundation, one of our charities of choice, to help young people who love cars, problem-solving, and working with their hands pursue careers as professional technicians. From auto, collision, and restoration techs to motorcycle boats, race cars, and aviation, TechForce covers the gamut of technician opportunities. Technical education and the skills trades matter, and we need qualified skilled technicians to keep our vehicles rolling. Learn how you can help to power the technical workforce at techforce.org today. So, Danilo, we are back. I'd love to learn a little bit about how your or where your inspiration has come from. This inspiration for your passion for old cars and creating the Pacto brand.
1: Yeah, my, my inspiration was, I don't know, I, I think I'm very, um, how do you say, um, I love to see people dressing correct items with the vehicle or motorcycle that they are riding I love this scene, you know, this picture of people and and i I think this was my main inspiration. When I bought my first bike, I always thought that i I need a correct period, correct helmet for riding my bike. and when i saw uh, when I saw some different events in the world and I saw people riding uh, uh, driving a special super super special cars, and they are for example, riding with the wrong helmet, I said, oh my God, they should have a, a correct period items or a helmet or or gloves or shoes. But this is not easy, of course. But it was my inspiration, trying to sell the period correct items from people uh, to the people who want to dress correctly. I, maybe it's very picky, my idea, or, or very crazy, but it was my first idea, you know. And now I found people who are, trying to find period correct items and, and how it works.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. I think it's great. Let's talk a little bit about a challenge. Uh, this could be in business life. Uh, it doesn't really matter. It's more important to talk about what the challenge was, of course, but how you overcame it. And then even more importantly, what did it teach you?
1: Yeah, it, you can imagine how hard it was. It was a very, very hard to make my first helmet. Of course, the, the helmet wasn't my first item, and it took me three years from the first day that I said, "I will make a helmet." and when I have the helmet finished in my hands, it took me three years. Wow. I was very disappointed. I failure, I have problems. I have many hard talks with. Different engineers in different car, uh, companies, for example, the, the people who make the fiberglass, the people who make the rubber, the people who make the, the leather parts, the stitches. I have problems every, every single day yeah. because the people don't want to help me because I am thinking only one helmet. And when you go to the company and you said, you know, I need a piece of rubber the owner of the company said you, you, you want a piece of rubber but you want
0: only for one helmet. Right, yeah. We only sell massive amounts of yeah, rubber yeah, for helmets. It, yeah.
1: Nobody wants to help you. Right. So I was very, very disappointed with the with the project and I I failed many times with my project, but finished, I, I have my helmet, and I wear my helmet very happy, and I put the pictures on my Facebook, Danilo Cotto Facebook, and I and I tell all my friends, I finished my helmet, I can ride my helmet. <laughs> this was my first happy day. So immediately, a guy from the UK sent me an email and said, you know, I would like to make an, an order from you of helmets.
0: Ah, it begins.
1: Maybe 100 helmets will be good for me. And this is the start and how it start. I never thought that I will make helmets for people.
0: Whoa. I only
1: thought one helmet for me. Wow. Time. So it was very unexpected moment, you know, for me.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. What a cool story. Yeah, out of, out of passion springs a brand and dreams yeah. built for other people. That's an awesome, awesome story. I know, you know, you touched on this vehicle when we began. I like to ask my guests about a special vehicle in their life. That 55 Ford Fairlane, was that your special vehicle?
1: Yes, of course. I had it for 25 years. I enjoyed this car many, many it uh, was, was wonderful to have this car. It was fantastic.
0: But you finally let it go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I let it go because it's too big. <laughs> uh, my, my uh, I don't know if, if it's unfortunately or fortunately, I, I was very connected with the sports cars. And I love sports cars. I love light cars, two-seat cars, uh, Spiders of course you 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 go to this event and then after you go to this event and you go and you see more and more and more in your your uh, pri- priorities changing you know uh, it's because you for example you like watches i don't know the first watch is not a maybe the watch you want to uh, right now yeah yeah <laughs> it's the same it's the same of course i don't have the money enough to buy a a, a expensive car the cars now are very very expensive
0: oh gosh everything's expensive right now
1: absolutely it's very expensive right now and and but i was very lucky to find a car right now that i am restoring right now and and i'm very happy with this project
0: what is the new project
1: <laughs> the new project is a devin it's a devin d project a uh, devin yeah, oh, it's awesome. a race car very light car and very i love the history even costa rica made these cars in the 60s it's amazing I have pictures of this company in Costa Rica made uh, five different Devin discs wow, in 1966 I didn't 64. know that Yeah yeah even even the owner the the new owner of, of Devin doesn't know this Yeah so this connection with Devin the Costa Rica made produce these cars and and I found the car in the province that I that I uh, born I love the, the the idea to make this car again,
0: yeah. Well, cool. Well, the gentleman you referred to is Kevin Callahan, who's the managing partner yeah, at Kevin. Yeah, Sports Cars. A uh, regular listener to remember, he was a guest back in 2020, Uh, I guess number 1656, and he talked about how he's resurged that brand and brought it back, which I was excited because I always thought of the Devon as this beautiful kind of miniature Ferrari sports car, classic vintage cars. People still drive them today. Fascinating. I can't wait to see yours when it's done. So, Danilo, I'm going to be your car psychologist today i'm going to crawl into your head a little bit here okay if you were reincarnated or manifest as a vehicle what would danilo be but more importantly why
1: i think maybe i will be a, a like a rural or i don't say this is the word in english but the countryside car maybe because i love people for example a land rover a vintage land rover
0: Ah, okay
1: I love to. When the people see these cars, they connect a lot because it's a countryside or the uh, um, a utility car, you know. That many people, my my mother, for example, have she had a great connection with Land Rovers because she used to travel to the beaches in the '50s in these cars with a lot of dust and oh, wow. dirty and you know because they were open cars. Yeah. And, And uh, I don't know, uh, maybe a Land Rover is, uh, I will be happy to be uh, a Land Rover.
0: Well, I I like the reason behind that. And you're involved right now in restoring one of those, right?
1: Yes, I'm restoring. It's a big, it's a very long project. Uh, I'm restoring a Land Rover Series 2 from 1960. Yes, a a petrol gasoline engine. Awesome.
0: Well, very cool. Uh, Some fun projects that you've got going on. Now, Now, is there a great book that you'd share with our listeners? I, I've
1: been in this market of vintage for more than twenty years, and I I always recommend to my friends a price guide. Maybe it sounds stupid, but I always recommend to my friends a price guide, like a motorcycle price guide or car price guide, because some projects are are very expensive right now, and maybe your car eh, not deserve. Of course, if you are a, a special connection with the car or romantic. Eh, Connection with your vehicle, it will be fantastic that you can spend whatever you want. But if you are looking for a project or a car that that can uh, you are happy with it, I, I recommend that you should uh, learn about uh, the value of the car. I think it's very important. I don't know if it sounds very material or stupid, but
0: well, you know, I've heard from many many guests on this show to never buy a car with the expectations that you will make money on it. Yeah. Unless you're an automotive dealer, and that if that's your underlying reason for a car, a classic car, you've got the wrong reason. You need yeah. to pick something that's passionate to you, It's yes. Yes. fun, that you won't worry about that. Now, if you're fortunate enough to make some money on it down the road, yeah. then yeah. that's pretty good. But you're right, price guides are important. And I think your guidance here is important if somebody is new to the old car market to really get an understanding of the true value so you don't overpay for a vehicle
1: yes yes it's very important
0: yeah because right now used cars even regular cars but collector cars their valuations have gone through the roof and absolutely in some cases those things will level (laughs) off and you will have bought something that was worth the money but in some cases they won't they'll plummet in value and you may be left uh when the proverbial music stops without a chair to sit in and go, oh, man, I overpaid for that vehicle. Absolutely. Absolutely. The the other guidance I give people is to reach out to car clubs. If you're interested in old Fords, get involved with an old Ford car club. Absolutely. Talk with people and learn about these things. And that's the way to do it. So I'm going to enable you to go on the ultimate drive today. I'm going to buy you any car in the world, Danilo. That's a pretty cool deal. Plus, you get to be driving it anywhere and you get to be with anybody even somebody who's passed. So what does the ultimate ride or drive, since you like to ride motorcycles, look like for you? You know,
1: it, it will be sounds very funny, but I would love to ride or to be with Patty Hopkirk. Oh, okay. He passed away just three days ago. Oh, and I, I'm
0: sorry. Oh, my gosh.
1: I met him in, in a 60 years anniversary of Mini in London, and we were talking for a while I love this moment. It was a fantastic uh, experience to talk with him because he raced the Rally World Cup in 1970 Mm. from London to Mexico. It was a 27 and 500 kilometers rally. It was crazy. And he told me when he crossed Costa Rica uh, in that moment, because he put the cars in Argentina and goes up to Mexico very, very fast in that moment. So I think my ultimate ride will will be with Patty Hopkirk. Absolutely.
0: You know, I didn't realize that we just lost him. Yeah, he just passed away on July 21st of this year. And, of course, he was a well-known rally driver from Northern Ireland. Yes. Um, Amazing guy. And, (laughs) I mean, he did so many cool things. But, yeah, Paddy Hopkirk, born Patrick Baron Hopkirk, was uh, an amazing Mm -hmm. guy, automotive history. That's pretty cool. So, you know, nice tribute to him and yeah. the what yeah. he left behind for all of us and his passion i mean he's just one of those guys that when you look at pictures of him he just looks so happy all the time big smile on yes, his face. yeah so. is
1: very very friendly he, i had a great moment because i just went to him and and reached him and said hey hello I, I want to i want to say hello to you i'm from costa rica and he was super friendly with me he told me all the story when he crossed the route in the world and And we took very emotional moments. I I remember him with a lot of passion, yes.
0: Ah, how fun that would be. Yeah. Danilo, you've taken us on a wonderful ride today. And I can't thank you enough for sharing the amazing Pacto business that you've created. It's such a wonderful, cool story in so many ways. It fits the dynamics of why I started this podcast. Before I let you go, could you share maybe parting words of inspiration or advice for our listeners?
1: Yeah, my... my my advice about the production of my of my items, uh, because many people told you that you have to to make a lot of things. You have to make many helmets. You have to make many shoes. You don't have to focus in make one pair of shoes. And I think my my advice to to the people is: be small is more happy. <laughs> uh, small thing, small business are are happier. I think uh, I enjoyed very much this. This is a small business because the people can feel it, your passion. You are not making this for money, for for make money. Just you, you make this because you are a passionate person.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think it's a great piece of advice. And, you know, that's how many, even great companies, big companies start is this small passion. And I love your guys there at Pacto saying, which is made by enthusiasts and worn by enthusiasts,
1: yes, yes, this is my word. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: definitely what Pacto is all about. I'll put links to Danilo's business and it's easy to find pacto p a c t o there's also some great videos there you can watch that show the passion that's going on and of course a big shout out thank you again to our mutual friend Eduardo Santella yeah. for introducing me again a reminder about a special 15% offer uh, that as Eduardo has offered through September to my listeners I'll put links to that on the show notes page just go to dieseldorf cafe d i e s e l d o r f f and then k a f f e e put in the code mark carja yeah, and our friend will give you 15% off your dieseldorf cafe order it's delicious i'm sipping on a cup right now you're going to want to give it a try Danilo, thank you for being so generous today with your time and expertise. What a wonderful story you share with us today. Thank you. Happy Enixar Day in Costa Rica uh, yeah, for yeah. all of you and your your folks there. Uh, wonderful celebration going on down there. Thank you. Uh, Denada Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Oh, thank
1: you, Mark. I, I enjoy very much talking to you, talking about Pacto and about my passion, about my, our little country in the world but with a lot of passion, that is Costa Rica. Absolutely. I would like to close with uh, Juan Manuel Fangio's words that he he said. Uh, He said that you must always strive to be the best, but you must never believe that you are. I think these words are amazing from Juan Manuel Fangio. Yeah.
0: You know, I got to very briefly meet him at the very first Monterey Historics I went to. He was a featured guy there. Now, this had to be 30-plus years ago. Dates me a bit. I know it was over 30 years ago because I've gone there so many times. But he was there signing uh, posters and things and got to meet him, which was quite a wonderful thing. Uh, What a life he had as well. So, yes, uh, strive to be be the best that you can be, but don't act like it. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Danilo, muchas gracias for spending time with me today. This was absolutely fantastic. You're welcome.
1: You're welcome, Mark. Thank you very much for your time.
0: You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun.